He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Welcome back. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. No, we don't want you to go out. Welcome back. We want you to come back. To that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around. But those dreams have remained and they've turned around. Who'd have thought they'd lead you? Who'd have thought they'd lead you? Back here where we need you. We need you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hour number two, the Watchdog Morning Show for a Friday edition. We have had a busy hour number one. Got a couple of busy hours coming up. Next hour, looking forward, we're going to be talking with uh, uh, newspaper editor John McCabe. He and I are going to be uh, doing our regular Friday roundtable. And there's a lot of local stuff I want to get into. We didn't get together last Friday, so there's some things to pick up from last week as well. So McCabe and I with the Friday roundtable coming up in the next hour of the show. Uh, yeah, the next hour. Uh, coming up in the next half hour of the show. Jennifer is in this week from Uniglobal High Valley Travel. We're going to talk about, she is just back from the uh, Rocky Mountaineer Express. I took that uh, trip a couple years ago. Beautiful countryside out there in Colorado. Had a great time with that. Uh, I love the train rides. Um, And I'll give you a little preview. We're going to talk about some of the things that's going to be announced at the travel show, uh, the yearly travel show. and It'll be up at the Highlands in October. Uh, and one of the things is going to be another whole train trip uh, that I saw on the list. So we'll talk about that. That's coming up in the next hour of the show. I want to talk about the uh, interstate traffic tie-up. But first, here at 811 in the morning on the well, Watchdog Howard, Morning Show. Martin's Ferry is going to Shadyside tonight. We'll have that. Let's go to Martin's Ferry right now and talk to Gene. You're not, are you going to the game, Gene? Are you a Martin's Ferry? Uh, you know, uh, do, you, do you go to the games? Do you, do you care about the team? Well, certainly. I've taught there for years. What do you mean? Oh, That's just, our Purple Riders. Absolutely. So, um, I'm uh, not going down to Shadyside. You'll be listening on the radio, you aren't you, to, You don't need to go to Shadyside. You only need to go to your radio to listen. I can listen to it and watch it. I love to do that, anyhow. There you go. So, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, score prediction, Martins Ferry, Shadyside, what do you think tonight? Well, both teams are... Uh, Kropka's trying to get our, t- our, our, our school back to... I, I think Perry will win like maybe uh, uh, 22-14 uh, or something like that. Shady side's not that good, and Perry's not that good, but Perry's coming, Perry's coming alive. All right. Bob, you concur? I just wrote that down. Absolutely. We're going to see how yeah. Gene did. Now, i gotta, I got to do this now. Monday, my usual time at uh, this time, about 5 after 8 or whatever, I'm going to come wait, on. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Your usual time. <laughs> well, I always call after you give the, all that junk you give on there. <laughs> and, then, and then I call at 8 o'clock or 8, 8.10. Okay. Right. I think I'm going to call because okay. I want to get back on that list. What list? list? I got a story. Great story. You're going to love it. Oh, he wants the highlight list. Bob okay. will love it. You'll hate it, but Bob will love it. <laughs> all right, so we are anticipating... In your normal time on Monday, a, a gene story. And I need more than two minutes. I've, how about five? Oh boy, you know what? You know, you, for for a, for a caller from Martin's Ferry, you're a little pushy there, Gene. But it'll be a good story, Gene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, pal. Thanks a lot. Uh, 
his usual time. I just hang on. I gotta I gotta get my calendar out here and make a Gene's usual time. I didn't know Monday. That's Monday's hour. Monday. I, Around 8.09, it's Gene's usual time. Hang on a second. Let me just look and see. Do I have anybody else scheduled for Monday? At, uh, I don't think so. I'm going to double check, though. Monday. All right. I guess we can do uh, we can do Gene. Well, Gene's a long-time listener, so he knows usually that, I don't know, for some reason you kind of leave that open unless something's breaking. You know what I mean? That's, so Gene knows that, uh, so I think he's uh, he's penciled himself in, Howard. 63 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 61 at the Highlands, 61 uh, in Elm Grove, and still 62 here? It is, 62. At the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Going to be uh, mostly sunny today, a high of 73. Actually, that means a pleasant day. Uh, 72, I've, I've always said 72 is my perfect temperature. So we're this could, should be a good day. I thought Adam really described it best. He said it was going to be like it would be the middle of the month of September. Yeah. And that's you're right, Howard. That's damn near perfect. Sunny and 73 today. That's going to be absolutely great. Tomorrow, sunny and 77. Sunday, sunny and 84. Do you get the trend here? Monday, sunny and 88. And by Tuesday, we could be flirting with uh, 90. So next week, as your kids go back to school, or perhaps you go back to school, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be a, a very, uh, very a hot week next week. Um, I want to put this on the on your. Just you guys think about this. Uh, it was announced this past week at uh, Moundsville City Council meeting. Rick Healy said that the the date for this there's going to be a public meeting on whether or not to have a bus levy in Moundsville. I think it's a tremendous idea. I think it's a great idea for Moundsville. Um, and the date of the public hearing to discuss whether or not there should be a bus levy put on the ballot for additional bus service in Moundsville will be September 26th at the Strand Theater at 6 p.m. So mark that on your calendar, September 26th, Strand Theater, 6 p.m., public meeting. Uh, it'd be for everybody to offer your thoughts. Should there be, do you, do you want more bus service in Moundsville? Uh, as a resident of Moundsville, are you willing to, uh, you know, to pony up on a bus levy and to do that or not? Uh, as someone who uh, just visits Moundsville, I don't spend a lot of time there, but I hope you're listening, folks, because let me tell you, uh, I think it's really, really in your best interest because there's not a lot of retail downtown Wheeling. We talk about it all the time. So everybody heads to the Highlands. A lot of people are crazy about, you know, especially the older folks that maybe not have a vehicle. So if that bus service is there, I think they'll really see it, Howard. I think they'll see downtown shopping. Because of that. I, I, I'm a true believer of that. I, I do, too. Now, I think one of the things that's going to be talked about at this public hearing on September 26th is if we have a bus levy, where do you think the buses should go if they're coming into Moundsville? Now, the, the Transit Authority has already done, uh, they're already doing a partial route, and they tried it on a temporary basis, and I believe they have now made it permanent on at least Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, they stop at the Department of Motor Vehicles. S- super smart move. There are a lot of there's some things that you can't do. Uh, online or, you know, so you have to go to the Department of Motor Vehicles. Yes, I, I know. Nobody wants to go to the Department of, Me- the Department of Motor Vehicles, but uh, that's one place that they're going, and that's a very, very smart move. And the other one is WVU Medicine Reynolds Hospital, where there are many services offered there that uh, folks who perhaps here in the Wheeling area need the services that Reynolds particularly has. So that's the other place they're going. But then the question becomes, where else would they go? And that's what they'll talk about this meeting. If you have a bus levy and they're going to have more stops, where would they go? Jefferson Avenue? I would think so. 
I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, I, I would think the merchants there on Jefferson Avenue and Howard, I'm not just saying this, the store that overwhelms me, the store, the store down there that makes me wish that I had more money in my pocket. Walmart is Ruttenberg's. Oh yeah. That's a great, they place. have it all for a country boy like me. They have it all from your boots, your socks, your sweatshirts, WVU. They, they have it all. It's a maze down there. And it's one of those old time stores, Howard, where the owls aren't very big because all the, all the merchandise, they got to get it all all in this little tiny spot yeah, yeah. it's an old fa- yeah absolutely just an old-fashioned store and that's what i'm talking about i think people from wheeling would jump on that bus to just walk to-, to walk jefferson avenue I-, I believe that or if the bus went to if you were going down to the moundsville for another reason let's just say you're going to the dmv you got to renew your license or something and then you could get a return bus and say drop me off at jefferson avenue i'm down here already let's do see a little shopping let's see what they got or What's everybody talking about with this Bob's Lunch Place, you know, drop there or or any of the other fine places that uh, that you can eat in Moundsville. So stop, you know, stop by there. Nana's Landing. Prima Marina. They're all down there. The Guest House. Haven't been to the Guest House forever and ever. Amen. Great food. Great service. Uh, but uh, anyways, uh, so I, I wanted to put that on your, we'll talk more about it a little, a little bit closer to the time. But September 26th, 6 p.m. Strand Theater, public meeting for folks from Moundsville or interested in Moundsville talking about the uh, uh, the bus service going down there. All right, let's talk about uh, traffic on the interstate and what TV7 is reporting for us. That's coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's 818. Hi, it's Hoppy Kirchival from Talkline on Metro News. Going to be off for a little while. Dave Wilson's going to be filling in, but the show goes on. And join us for the next show because it's going to be the Friday edition. That means steam release, your chance to vent, get it off your chest. And since I'm not going to be there, wow, what a chance to release steam about me. So steam release on the next talk line, Friday morning at 10.06 with Dave Wilson right here on this Metro News radio station. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands with a full array of quick service choices from McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Taco Bell, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, Chick-fil-A, or DiCarlo's Pizza. Or you can dine in at Eden Park, Promonte Brothers, Texas Roadhouse, El Paso, or Quaker Steak and Lube. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care right here at home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, we embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, pioneering medical care, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care, right place, right time. Be sure to check out the Touchdown City Show for award-winning WVU football talk. Tune in every week as Anthony Lewis, Derek Bailey, Michael Sussman, 
and WVU legend Avon Coburn deliver expert insight about everything gold and blue and give their reaction to the biggest games from around the Big 12. Don't miss a second of the Touchdown City Show. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. So stop in and check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room. And be ready for any summer adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end September 5th. Toyota, let's go places. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Operator, oh, could you help me place this car? Number on the matchbook is old and faded. Living in LA with my best old ex friend Ray. Gosh, you said you knew well and sometimes hated. I think I asked you this once before, Bob. Is there something? Is there like a Jim Croce anniversary or something around? I've been hearing a lot of Croce songs. We played a couple of bumper musics, but. I'm hearing it on other radio stations. On I listen to the, the, the 70s on 7 on Sirius XM. Seems like Croce's getting an awful lot of play. Or is he? Are, is, are people just catching back on with him, or what? I bet he's been gone almost 50 years. It might be the anniversary. You know, he could be. It was I don't the know. early 70s. It uh, just seems like frequently I punch up uh, again. I, I listen in the car if I'm listening to music. I listen to 70s on 7, uh, the 70s music, of course, on Sirius XM. Um, and I, I hear J Jim Croce all the time, but I, I just don't know what's uh, what's bringing that up. 8.23 in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, so at the top of the show, we talked about you didn't see any uh, traffic troubles yesterday on the interstates, and I didn't see any, and I didn't see any on the... Um, uh, on the uh, on the cameras either. You said it looked like really there was no traffic at all, or no problems at all. Well, it just didn't look like it. There was none because I, I went that way. Uh, I went 40 the first time I had to go around, and then my son works up there, and he said, Dad, he said, it's not that bad. So I went back to Jerry's, Jerry's theory on Monday. If you could avoid the bottleneck where the merge is, it's not that bad. So I got on there in Elm Grove, uh, fearing the worst, but there was no backup at all. And the reason why that was, well, nobody was working. They weren't doing tree No. Yeah. Uh, Channel 7 has a story. Um, they talked to Ohio County Sheriff's Deputy uh, Assistant, uh, yeah, Deputy uh, John Schultz, um, who said he spoke to the Department of Highways, and he says that the tree trimming on I-70 eastbound is going to continue for at least a month. So um, Deputy Schultz says that there's, there's nothing you can do about it. They're not going to stop doing it. Um, we, he says, we talked about how the traffic's backing up. The right-of-way does need to be pruned back. They have to do this. They have the money, and they're going to do it again next year. So they're going to do it this year for at least the next month, then do it again next year. Uh, I hadn't even thought about this, but he, uh, he pointed out emergency vehicles are going to have some trouble getting through some of those uh, traffic areas. He says, if there's an emergency on the interstate, the sheriff's office urges drivers 
to do their best to make room for emergency vehicles. Part of the problem is when you have that kind of tie-up at some of those wedge points, Bob, there's not much you can do. I mean, you you can't can't get off the road. You've got two lanes of traffic pretty much bottled up right there. Because you and I have such different temperaments, this is the point that you and I don't see eye-to-eye on. I believe with a police presence, the longer this goes on, people is going to be becoming more and more frustrated. They're going to be looking for ways to get around it. Yep. And that's where the problem is. Uh, and that's where I keep talking about the cheaters, the one that says, no, I'm not going to merge correctly. I'm going to go ahead of everybody else because I'm more important. That's where I think with a police presence, get those guys, pull them over, write them a, a huge fine. That's what I'd like to see. I think it would make a big difference. Well, and we talked about yesterday. I, I don't disagree with that. I, I think it would, in the short run, probably create a little more tie-up just because you got to pull them over and stop them right there on the road. But, I, you know, anytime you crack down on something enough that people know, um, it does become a little, um, you know, then people get the message. They get the message after a while. Um, anyway, but according to the, this is from TV7, their story is that uh, according to Deputy Schultz, who talked to the Department of Highways, he says, um, they are, this tree trimming is going to go on for at least another month. Now, I would... Well, I'm, have to. I assume they're going to just work their way up the hillside, right? That's what it looks to me like. We didn't notice it coming down as much because, again, there, there's not the bottleneck, and you know that stretch. We're used, kind of used to that. At least I am. I got a good look yesterday, Howard. It looks like they already did that side. It looks like it's a little easier to do that side. But yeah, I, I, they're only heading up the hill. Yeah, my 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 uh, oldest son mentioned that he said, "Well, when I was talking this, this is what the problem with the tree tree." He goes, "Oh, he said, Dad, I I saw him doing it on the other side, but it didn't seem to create the kind of problems." But I guess you're right because there's no merge point there. You just you get on and you 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 go down the hill. At any rate, I don't know. Maybe they had a day off yesterday or whatever, or maybe. Maybe somebody said, why don't we give people at least a chance to catch their breath before we go do this again? I don't know. And to me, the people that's going to pay the price is the sheets, the Chick-fil-A's. Uh, I'm just going to avoid it. I'm sorry. I'm I, just going to avoid it. I, there's, listen, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. I, I think I said this earlier in the week. I told several people, don't go to the Highlands. Uh, Randy Warden, I'm sorry. I apologize, Randy. But I, told, I said, just don't go. Just don't go. Uh, unless you can. You're right. If you can, If you can enter on what I, well, I guess we're both calling the second entrance or the second exit of the interstate, the one closer to Pizza Hut, that's the way I phrase it, you can maybe avoid some of that backup. But I don't know if it starts working its way up the hill. Jerry wants us to shut up. I think that's one of his secrets. He doesn't, he doesn't want that yeah, to get don't, out. Don't tell my secrets. Don't. <laughs> um, and there are, and of course, as we talked about, Route 40 is um, – Congested because they're doing some work up there around Middle Creek, is it around Middle Creek Garage. I think they said that's you, exactly you, said you found some, right? Yeah, you, I ran right into it there. And that's just that's a stoppage, right? They stop you. So it's not like uh, you know, okay, this lane will go, this lane will go. They just stop you for a period of time. Anyway, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and I'm, I'm concerned now. that I'm thinking about it. if they're going to keep on moving up the hill. I'm afraid that the, that uh, the lockjaw point will come will simply occur further. 
I, the, the, the shortcut may end up not being a shortcut if they do that far enough up the hill. I think most people were annoyed. I, I, my son threw this at me a couple of times. Why aren't they working today? You know, it's a nice day. Get it done. I don't know. I don't know what their scheduling is. I don't know why they would take a Thursday off in the middle of the week. They may have a good reason for it. But, again, I think it, it's already people are getting uh, – a little temperamental, Howard. Well, speaking of temperamental, this was not around here, but I thought this is just a um, an object lesson for us all. The story came out of uh, Morgantown, I-79 down around Morgantown. Uh, there was a road rage incident that involved an actual shooting. Now, nobody was hurt, but an actual shooting in, in the on I-79 uh, Wednesday. Uh, a guy came just came barreling onto the interstate, I-79 southbound, um, Reports are that he was cutting off motorists. He was, you know, breaking hard, forcing people to stop, and he was just really basically ticking everybody off. One guy thought he was going to get a little aggressive. One person who was mad about this went up on the guy's truck, and when he looked at the guy through the window, guess what? Hey, looking at a barrel. He absolutely right. The guy had a gun. He said the guy was waving a gun at him as he accelerated, trying to catch him. And I probably was going to give him the one-fingered salute like you did to drivers earlier this week. Um, it, but he didn't just wave the gun. He shot the gun. Now, it didn't hit the car. didn't hit anybody. It hit the ground. It ricocheted to the bottom of the vehicle. Uh, and then the guy drove away. My experience Monday, that doesn't surprise me a bit. I can see how that happens every day. Every day. So you can see, I mean... Listen, again, these these people get stopped and caught and so on. But the problem is going to be if, indeed, what Channel 7 says, according, according to Deputy Schultz, is that we're going to see another month worth of that kind of traffic tie-up. Tensions are going to be running high, 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 high. That's exactly why I don't carry a gun. Because she That's might be exactly, tempted to I, use it. If I pulled it, I'd use it. Absolutely. Yeah. Right now, the only right now the only dangerous thing you have is is your middle finger. And they're not very dangerous, Howard. <laughs> but uh, but uh, be careful of the guns. All right. Eight thirty in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I didn't get around to the governor's um, uh, problems. Uh, just a quick look, quick look at this. A story out of Richmond, Virginia, TV station down there. Quote: The coal empire owned by the family of Governor Jim Justice could be on the hook for up to one point two billion dollars in fines uh court filing said that they've already been issued the penalties and they're not paying them and according to the the uh, tv report out of richmond they are accumulating thirty two thousand five hundred dollars per fine per day that they don't pay it so the tv station did some quick math and they came up with the 1.2 billion dollar figure that's um I've said this before, Bob, you know, not just can the governor and his companies afford it, but at some point this stuff is going to start to drag his campaign down. We have a phrase that we use here in West Virginia about a pot, and I'm just wondering if the governor is even going to come out of this with a, with a pot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to, to do something in. I, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I uh, don't have time to get into that story too much more, but at least want you to be aware of it. I may, uh, Stephen did the piece in the... Uh, no, Stephen did not do the piece. Stephen posted the TV report on, on his uh, uh, Twitter feed, and that's where I came across it. Maybe he'll have a report in the newspaper this weekend. All right, 8.32, 28 till the hour. It's time for our uh, Uniglobal Highway Travel Show coming up in a moment or two. Uh, Nashville and Christ Christmas in Nashville. Uh, some time next year in Western Adventures. And the October Travel Show at the Highlands. All of that and more coming up when Jennifer joins us in a tad. 
Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is, fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614 614- for Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Barstool Rough and Rowdy Brawl returns to Wheeling's West Vaco Arena August 18th. Featuring up to 20 fights, including several five-round fights. Bobby Lights Out Lang, Michael Make It Happen Brown, Hot Wheels, Dwarf Champion Lightning, Jeremy Smith, The American Redneck, The Polish Hammer, Strawberry Cowboy, and more. It's Barstool's Rough and Rowdy Brawl August 18th at Wheeling's West Vaco Arena. Welcomed by Bush Light, the Wheeling, Ohio County CBB, and Jill's Gentlemen's Club. Fighters and Ring Girls, sign up at joinrnr.com. Buy tickets at westvancoarena.com. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not. The courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304-232-5300. Hi, it's Hoppy Kirchival from Talkline on Metro News. Going to be off for a little while. Dave Wilson's going to be filling in, but the show goes on. And join us for the next show because it's going to be the Friday edition. That means steam release, your chance to vent, get it off your chest. And since I'm not going to be there, wow, what a chance to release steam about me. So steam release on the next talk line, Friday morning at 10.06 with Dave Wilson right here on this Metro News radio station. He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Up today at 10.06, Bob, uh, it is a statewide talk line. You just heard Hoppy say he's going to be gone for a while. And I just heard from Dave Wilson, who says he's going to be in with for uh, Hoppy for a couple of weeks. So I don't know what's, uh, what's going on there. Um, but uh, coming up today on statewide talk line, uh, Chris Lawrence will be in to talk about a new school downstate. Dr. James Moore, the president of West Virginia Wesley, will be talking to uh, Dave Wilson today. And steam release. Uh, but uh, so I don't know where Hoppy is at, but according to Dave Wilson, uh, in my email this morning, uh, he's going to be around for a couple of weeks. So all I can say is that is a while. Huh? 8:36, 24 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. All over the world and in every port, I own the heart of at least one lovely girl. Here she is, the lovely girl this morning. It's uh, Jennifer back with us today. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You came back. You just got back or back recently from uh, 
Another trip out west, right? Monday night, got off the same trip that you did in 21 with the Rocky Mountaineer. So we flew into Denver, toured Colorado Springs, did the Rocky Mountaineer train, and then did Arches, Bryce, Zion National Parks, and ended in Vegas. You know, I get all those parks confused because they're all rock parks, you know, but they're all beautiful parks out there, Arches especially. That's what Arches and Bryce are two of my favorite national parks, and Zion's up there. But Zion is just so big that I can't wrap my head around it. So that's why it's not in my, my top five. But Bryce with its hoodoos and then arches, how those don't just fall or how they were even formed. I know you can explain the geological science to it. But to me, there's no way that water went through there and carved an arch. So it's just fantastic to see. <laughs> you don't believe that. I don't. I don't. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. That's what happened. <laughs> Somebody built those arches. Yes. It, it, you know, the, 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 the majesty of nature, I don't want to get too poetic here, but the majesty of nature, when you look at things like that, is just astounding. It really is. And that's what I, you know, bring back my pictures and show them to friends and family or use them on future Unigold flyers. And I look at it, and I'm like, it just doesn't do it justice. The uh, the Rocky Mountaineer uh, Express itself is that that part of the trip uh, I really enjoy. They do things right. They really do. It is top customer service, taking care of you. Um, we had breakfast served on board, lunch on board, drinks on board. Um, and what I noticed, Bob, was uh, when I was there for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, the drinks were abounding in every meal. Uh, it was breakfast that got me. First time they started, well, we're serving breakfast now, and they're bringing, you know, eggs. Right? And everybody in the place is going, yeah, I'd like a mimosa. Could I have a Bloody Mary? It's like, holy crap, I'm in with a bunch of drunks here. I, what's Well, and, and this time around, they started it with before breakfast, they gave everybody a glass of orange juice. Like, it was already at your seat. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. You know, it's it's 8 a.m. We need some juice to get us starting. And then like, Prosecco? Prosecco? Who wants it? <laughs> and everyone's taking it. I'm like, yep, mine as well. Yeah, and we, doing it, we cheers to, to taking off on the train. And then breakfast was served. So it's just a fun little touch. Um, are you doing this again next year? We are not doing it next year, probably 25. Two years from now. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, I it was just It was just a real fun trip because you get to see some of that uh, beautiful countryside out there uh, and... You get to take the train trip. When you go through the river valley, there are things that you could not see otherwise. You, if you know, the only way you're going to see them is by being on that train right, right along the river, the Colorado River there. And that's it. When we flew into Denver and we toured Denver and Colorado Springs, everyone was enjoying it. And, oh, it's it's pretty out here. The West is nice. And then they hop on the train and they're like, "This is the backside of where we were. Like yeah. we were in the city, and now we're in this." beautiful mountainside and the rivers alongside of us and not as many mooners this year I'll but just, there there were some there were a few i was just gonna say <laughs> I, there were a lot of people on the river you only get to see this if you're on the train trip mm -hmm. a lot of people on the river fishing or just hanging out i guess and mm -hmm. many many of them waved yay hello there train wave wave some of them waved well their backsides Yes, yeah. and that did still happen, yeah. just not as many times, not as many. <laughs> which I was okay with. You were okay? Yes. Uh, but uh, no, their their service on there is fantastic. We had an uh, um, awesome crew again of the chef comes out and talks about what's going to be served and if you do need to make any adjustments because I didn't want the vegetables on my plate. I was like, I want double mashed potatoes, <laughs> and she did. She gave me double mashed potatoes. There you go. So they take good care of you and just a beautiful ride and day and a half on the train and then overnight in Glenwood Springs and we stayed at the Hotel Colorado again very historic hotel 
So we had a lot of fun. That that is it is an historic hotel. First time you walk into it, the first thing you think is, man, this is an old hotel. I mean, it's like, oh man, what kind of place is this? And then you, the bar was really neat. Not that I, you know, was paying attention to that, but the bar was particularly neat. And uh, um, now I will tell you this: the floor we were on uh, when we were there, there weren't too many people there, and I kept expecting those little girls on the bicycle from the shining to come <laughs> driving down the hallway i got a little nervous about it. but beautiful just a great historic hotel it really is and that's what when i did the trip in 21 as well the week after uh you had gone yeah you did the and same we thing, we yeah. did hotel colorado and i walked in i'm like oh my goodness i was like there's going to be ghosts in the room yeah. These are going to be old beds. And I did slightly feel that way. I'm like, this is a very, it's historic and it's old, but I'm slightly scared just a little bit. <laughs> so then as the train was pulling up in Glenwood Springs, I had the clients ask me like, well, how's this hotel? I'm like, I got to warn you. It's, it's old. It's a little This spooky. is not the Hotel Marriott. Right. Yeah. They, and it's so funny that the second time around, I'm like, this is fine. There's, this is fine. This yeah. is great. Yeah. And they all loved it. And it is. We did have a drink at the bar and some had dinner at the restaurant there, which was also good. So we enjoyed that stuff. If you are thinking about the trip in 2025, do be aware it, it, you do not sleep on the train. You get off and you go to a hotel. Correct. In Glenwood Springs, um, you usually find out your hotel through the Rocky Mountaineer about two, three weeks before. But Three out of three trips Uniglobus has now been Hotel Colorado, okay. so most likely that stay. It is, speaking from experience, it's just a real, real, real fun trip. Uh, it is one of your Western adventures. You've done Western adventures. I remember when they first kind of got started, you know, Grand Canyon always was there, and then it began to branch out a little bit more, a little bit more, and now you do a lot of Western adventures. We do. We try to have at least two, if not three, a year. So this year was we did Mount Rushmore, um, went up to Rapid City, and then the Rocky Mountaineer train. Um, and then Georgette has California Dreamin'. She's taking a group out and doing Yosemite. I have some friends who are going on that trip. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm jealous of that one. I wanted to do that one, too, um, in October. But next year, we're working on going back to Yellowstone. So we'll do two nights in Cody, two or three nights in Yellowstone, based on what they can give us, and then two nights in Jackson Hole. That'll be next July. I love Jackson Hole, too. Oh, I really enjoyed that place. It's a fun town. It was, I think I've said this on the air before, it was a great mixture of of a tourist town. I mean, and you could get touristy things, you know, little keychains or what. But uh, it's also a place where a lot of very rich people live. And so there's there's a there's that whole aspect of the town as well. It's just, I, I really, really, really liked it. That's what I always Is there talk- a hole? That's um, a good question. I don't know. Why is it Jackson Hole? That is a good question because I've not seen a hole in the three times I've been there. Bob, the archway to their city park is made up of bones. It's it's like this collection of, of animal bones, and it's this great big archway. Think of like a, a, a flower archway that you might see at a wedding reception, except instead of flowers, it's bones. <laughs> I mean, it's really really it interesting is, it is and everyone goes and takes their picture by the the boned archway and it's a cool park and the last time we were there there was like a farmer's market happening so we got to take advantage of that which was really neat to see the locals out and see what they're making so yeah i don't know i'll have to look that up though why it's called jackson hole it's uh, leave it the slider to ask the question yeah. that <laughs> it is a good question it was there uh like a hot springs no i don't, I don't know why is Maybe it somebody said this town is a hole no, and they, and they kind of stuck <laughs> once upon a time yeah this is a hole i love it's one of those towns that you will see or read see in a movie or you'll read about in a book you know because again not so much the tourist part of it but 
a lot of rich people go there and you'll be reading a book about the rich guy and he goes out to his place and skiing in Jackson Hole. I love it when places I've been I see on TV or show up in a in a novel or something. We were just talking about that yesterday in the office because we were talking about Hallmark Channel movies because yeah. there's a Hallmark Channel Christmas Cruise in 2024. So we were talking about this and that's what we're like, well this one Georgette was like, I like this one because it takes place in New York and I've been there. And I like this one. I said, well, don't forget about the one that has wheeling in like the very <laughs> opening 10 seconds. And it is. It's cool to watch something and be like, oh, I've been there. I saw that. So it's Bob, been- you and I remember, uh, at least I remember, and I think you did. First time I saw on TV, the Mayflower Hotel, because you and I spent some time there. And it's so old. There's a lot of history there, and it's really cool to say, "Yeah, I was sitting. Howard and I was it there. We right were sitting there. Right we there. were right there, right there." So that was that. It's always fun to to see that. Um, so West, you have some Western adventures next year. You're not doing the Rocky Mountain Express next year, but you will mm-hmm. again in 2025. Mm-hmm. Um, for folks who want to know what is coming up next year, the travel show is rapidly approaching. It is October 28th at the Highlands Event Center. Um, we'll have a lot of our vendors from cruises royal caribbean carnival ncl to all inclusives our apple rep will be there um we're gonna have the rocky mountaineer our rep from there will be in attendance we have an aruba rep a jamaica rep so lots of different jamaica mon yes our jamaica mon will be coming um but we'll have a lot of different of our vendors there to help with individual travels but also any of our group sales and then our whole staff will be there to promote our 2024 and even 2025 trips that we're working on. There are a couple of things on this sneak peek list that you sent me that I am really intrigued by. You're the first to see that, by the way. Uh, Well, some of these things are (laughs) really, I mean, actually, almost all of them do. Niagara Falls Red Eye. I know we've done the, the, I haven't done it, but I mean, you have done the New York Red Eye, New York City Red Eye, up overnight, spend the day, back home again. What's the Niagara Falls Red Eye going to be? Well, so we realized that people... Or if you don't want to... Oh, no, I'll I'll give details. I'll I'll, I'll give a little bit. Okay. But um, we have people ask for Niagara Falls, but they don't necessarily want to spend, you know, two or three days there. They're like, hey, I've just never seen it. I'd like to go. We're like, well, it's actually closer than New York. Why don't we do it in a day? So we could actually leave. What we're working on now is like a 5 a.m. leave. Because you'd get there by late morning, 10, right. 30, 11, have all day, leave at 11 p.m. So you'd have 12 hours in Niagara Falls. We are going to do the Canada side, so you have to have a passport. But we'll do Niagara Falls, and you can have time on your own to go see the falls, do Made of the Mist, get some food. You could, you know, find a similar buffalo wing since you're right there. But <laughs> there's a lot of different options, and there's transportation to get around that you're not on your feet for the whole 12 hours. And then we'd be home by, you know, 4 or 5 a.m. the next day. Bob, have you been to Niagara Falls? No, but I know what I want to do. Turn, slowly turn. Slowly, slowly I, I turn, turn, step by step. All right, Jennifer, I'm ready. Let's go home now. <laughs> I don't know what just happened, but I'll sign you both up. <laughs> it's just silliness. That's all it is. bit. Niagara Falls. Slowly I turn, step by step, inch by inch. Nancy and I went to Niagara Falls as the guest of the Convention and Visitors Bureau up there uh, to show off their Festival of Lights, which was kind of the precursor to Wheeling's Festival of Lights. And a guy who's since become a very good friend of mine, Tom, uh, Tom Darrow, talk show host now, but he was head of the CVB. And boy, we had a great time. But but we were like on a VIP tour. Wayne Newton was playing. Wayne, oh God. Wayne Newton, and and we went to see Wayne Newton. And then afterwards, and I only have a picture, not a video of this. Afterwards, we went backstage and met with Wayne Newton, and Nancy sang with him. 
Oh my just goodness. in the hallway Nancy's I have a picture of it but I didn't get any video of it my husband would be so jealous right now <laughs> because I'm not gonna lie I didn't know who Wayne Newton was until <laughs> I met my husband and um, when we were out in Vegas on the end of the Rocky Mountaineer trip that's what Forrest was like Wayne Newton's in Vegas we can go see Wayne Newton and sadly though his touring ended like two days before we got there so Forrest's goal in life is to see Wayne Newton, and here you just we, had him right there. We saw him, and we saw him, and you know, and I was introduced from didn't get to see him, but I was introduced from the stage because again, my friend Tom Darrow, he's Wayne is up there, and he goes here. He said, "Here is a guy who once started out as the mayor of Wheeling. Now he's the morning emperor. That's what I used to call myself." <laughs> and uh, and then we met Wayne afterwards, and again, Nancy. Wayne just started singing, and so Nancy went along with him. It was kind of it was kind of cool. That it was kind of awesome. Another thing that in, intrigues me on your sneak peek list, and you'll everybody will see these and many more on October twenty eighth of the Travel Show. Uh, the trains of New England. You know, I, I always love looking for train trips. Yes. So the trains of New England is one that we thought, okay, if we're not going to do the Rocky Mountaineer again, um, let's do let's let's go East Coast. Let's see what you know fall in New England because we do the cruise every year which we'll still have um, Bill has done a New England land tour where they went up to Vermont we're like why not trains everyone loves trains so we're gonna go um, stay in Connecticut for the first night head over to Boston on the second day and tour Boston um, and then go up take the Amtrak train up into Maine and then tour Kennebunkport um, in that area that if you've been on the cruise you've seen that charming little town of Kennebunkport um, but uh, there's Bunk Port or Kenny Bunk because there are two there are two different towns. Kenny Bunk Port. Because okay. <laughs> um, I, I had a lobster roll in Kenny Bunk. That's what I actually think you get to see both on the tour. Okay. But um, there's three different trains included, and you'll hit Maine and Vermont. Um, I was gonna pull up the flyer, but I don't have it there. Um, but it's it's gonna be a really neat trip to hit Boston, Portland, Kenny Bunk, and Kenny Bunk Port. Um, and then hit the Norman Rockwell Museum on the way back. Oh, that's that's great. We did uh, with Georgette. We did a like a three or four day up there, Norman mm -hmm. Rockwell. That was absolutely a f tremendous trip. I, I really enjoyed. It. I love the Norman Rockwell. I love Norman Rockwell, mm -hmm. and I love the museum. And and when we went, we spent some time in Stockbridge and an evening event. Oh, it was just great, and just great. But so that's neat. So that'll be part of that uh, whole Trains of New England. Thing. That will. That'll be next um, end of August, beginning of September. Trains of New England. So th it's a seven day trip that includes three trains. Um, no overnight on a train. Just travel by it. Um, and see a lot of the different small towns up there and fall foliage. Nine before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show, our travel show from Uniglobal High Valley Travel. Do I have to do a break, Bob? Are we okay? We are great. All righty. Um, just a couple more little previews of these travel show because I'm looking at some of the sneak peek things that I'm intrigued by. I won't do them all, but a couple. So if you're going to go to Salem, Massachusetts, the home of the witch trials, yes, you might as well go. What, what will be the perfect time to go to Salem, Bob? About Halloween time. There Howard. you go, Salem in at Halloween. That's a that's a great idea. Well, and you know what's funny, Bob, is I could get you there. We have a bus trip going <laughs> to Salem in the um, middle of September because they said to avoid it in October. Um, but in the middle of September for Halloween. So that is going to be Jenna's taking this one because she's our Halloween girl in the office, and she <laughs> is so excited. And putting this one together. That sounds like a, that would be, would be fun. Now, I would suggest no witches apply. 
<laughs> well, I'm might, just saying. I might have to put that on the fly. I'm now. just saying sometimes witches don't come back from Salem, you know? If I was going, I would have to do something I've never done before. I'd have to break out in drag as Lizzie Borden. I, that would be a hit. <laughs> I love it. I mean, you could. Yeah. Why They not? wouldn't know the difference. Is that Bob? No, that's Lizzie Borden. No, it's Lizzie Borden. My... Or Slider go. I don't know. But Lizzie's back. Lizzie's back. That's good. Now, there is just one more I wanted to ask about because it is a place I have never been. Actually, I was offered a job here once, but I never have been to New Orleans. You can do a trip to New Orleans next we year. We are going to do New Orleans. So, New Orleans one is... Um, Georgette is putting that one together, and it is going to be in... March, March of next year. Um, it's four days of touring and then a whole day on your own. So we're going to get there on the first day. You're going to do the touring, see, you know, eat your beignets in the French Quarter and go and do a full tour of the town. There's a trolley tour included. And then that last day we give you on your own so that you can go back and do whatever you wanted to do. Oh, I want to spend more time there. I want to do this or that. So a five-day trip in total, um, March 10th to the 15th. But that one's going to be a really neat, like, spotlight on New Orleans, focus on the town, see all that there is to see, and prior to Mardi Gras. I was I was offered a job in New Orleans, and I didn't even go down for an interview because the more I interviewed, the more I talked to people, they said New Orleans is not real fond of out-of-towners coming to work there. So <laughs> I, I decided, you know, maybe I you know, better not do that. But I've never been there, and I, I it's, a, it's the kind of place. Have you been to New Orleans, Bob? I have not, but I'm ready to go. I am too. I mean, I think it's it, it's a place I would love to go. It, it just has an allure to me of some kind. I don't know. I'd love to go there. It is it is neat. I've only been there for a day. We I had a friend at the time that we stayed with his relatives, kind of outside, and we he dropped us off in the city. We spent the whole day and left before dinner. But it was really neat, just because you got the live music on every street corner with the street performers. But then. Yeah, we went and ate the beignets in the French Quarter, and it was neat. And there is a train that goes through the town, so we watched that for a little bit. It's a mix of liveliness, but history, entertainment. It's like a mix of everything. Like there, It's not just, oh, okay, you know, you go to Gettysburg for history. You go to the beach for sun. It is like a little bit of everything in one town. Do you get beads? You can. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for you if you sign up for that trip <laughs> i'm just I, i'm i'm just asking so anyway these are a few of the things you will learn about if you go to the travel show up at the highlands on october the 28th um uh, the, the little sneak peek we gave you here but all of the events coming up for 2024 and 2025 or some of the ones in 2025 uh, will be outlined and previewed for you it is a great way to get an overview of what they're doing of what uniglobe is doing for you then to kind of pick two or three things or four or five things that you might be interested in, uh, you'll have vendors there who probably can explain some more of them or you guys can explain more of them. And, and uh, you can certainly sign up right there or take some information home and give some thought to where you're going. That's what my favorite thing to watch at the travel show is we have some tables in the back with our, you know, hors d'oeuvres. And um, the people will go and they get all the flyers and then they sit back there with their yeah. friends and talk about it. And I just love watching that part of the travel show. I'm like, oh, look, that group's going to travel again. And, and here's what they're looking at. So it is cool to just gather the information, ask your questions while you're right there thinking of them, and then take it home and think about it. Or like you said, sign up right there. You know, one of the things I talk about often, uh, and we all talk about on the travel show here, is you make so many friends on these trips. Mm -hmm. And they become, you know... Uh, my wife uh, came home from 
I don't know, Reesebacks or someplace yesterday. Oh, I saw George and Sally. I saw George and Sally. Well, George and Sally, we've been with them on we went to Iceland and, and several, they went to Route 66 last year. They're going again this year. But it's like talking about an old friend. Oh, mm-hmm. I saw George and Sally. They've done this and they're going to go on 66. We'll get to see them there. You make real friends if you travel frequently. You really do. And, and even like it's crazy to watch in the office the morning of departure or at our document meetings that here's two people that haven't seen each other in 50 like you look familiar oh we went to high school together (laughs) and they've reconnected or you just see oh hey i'm from that same town as you are and they connect and for the rocky mountaineer trip we had a a smallerish group there were 30 of us but i mean honestly by the end we all knew and we're close with every one of them. And it's really sad for us as the tour guide when it ends. It's like, I just made 30 new friends and I'm not going to see them next week. They're, <laughs> they're leaving. And yes, I hopefully will see them on another trip, but it's not going to be with the same group. And it is. It's just it's a really sweet thing to leave with new friendships in addition to seeing a new destination. And and some of them, you, again, you see them over and over again along the way. And it's just, it's just a lot of fun. Listen, I want to get very quickly to... Uh, there are some Christmas trips still coming up. Um, one of them is the Greenbrier, which I got I, I asked Bill to find out if there's still room on there because I, I want to go on the Greenbrier trip if there's if there is room. You're on it. Oh, we're on it already. You're on okay. it. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he might not have passed that back, but oh, I looked okay. at the file the other day All and right. I went, "Oh, great, Howard's All going." Right, so good, you're on it because we wanted to, we wanted to do that. That's great. Uh, another one traditional trip you guys do is the Nashville trip at Christmas time. We do. It's one that we do every single year, and it's my. I feel like I say it's my personal favorite on a lot of these you trips. You have a lot of personal they really, favorites. You know they that, really don't you? are. And it's it's hard. My list just keeps getting longer. But Nashville is really neat. I mean, I've been there half a dozen times now, and we get to stay at the Opryland Resort, which is just beautiful in itself, and then add Christmas decorations, and it's blown away so we need to spend four nights there this time we've kind of added an extra day because we weren't getting enough time so we'll do four nights at the Opryland we get to tour the the historic Ryman Museum you get to or Ryman Auditorium you do the Grand Old Opry see a show at both we're going to see um, Amy Grant and Vince Gill at the Ryman and then the Grand Old Opry Christmas show throw in the Country Music Hall of Fame the Wild Horse Saloon we're doing a new dinner show this year that will have entertainment um, we're going to hit Blake Shelton's Old Red for lunch one day. Um, and then Studio B, a favorite that I try not to give away too much on that one. Yeah, I've heard about it, and it sounds like it's it's a real interesting and different kind of experience to have there. It is. It's old RCA studio, so you get a lot of history there is all you have uh you have some room available for nashville we do yes yes plenty of space available for december 12th to the 16th right, great little uh just excursion right before christmas I, I say this every year what you want to do for christmas is plan something for yourself and put it on your calendar that way you won't say oh i gotta go shopping no you gotta go to nashville or you gotta go to the Greenbrier or whatever mm-hmm. uh for any of these things 304-232-6191 am i right 5171 5171 is the uh, <laughs> office 5171 thank you for that and um uh don't forget the travel show itself october 28th up at the highlands and i'll see you or somebody next week absolutely i thought wayne newton would take us out guys all right AM 1600 WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. C News. I'm Derek Dennis, Hawaii's governor.